It's the Brian and Matt Show. Matt's got a mullet. Brian's got a big-ass beard. You can pull it. It's the Brian and Matt Show. With all things insurance and random tomfoolery. The Brian and Matt Show. Welcome to this edition of the Brian and Matt Show. I quickly became second fiddle. It used to be called the Matt and Brian Show, and now, very quickly, I have been demoted. Funny how that works. Just so you know, I could hear the the opener, the song in my headset. Oh, you could? I could. I'm so excited. I am too. Look at us. Technology. Technology. It gets the the best of us. The sad part is, is people trust us with their automation and this whole <laughs> podcast has been a nightmare for me at for least, you all this crap dude i got cords everywhere i look like i'm going in for open heart surgery in here right now i have all of my cords and you know my microphone's been a mess the last two days because i have 17 different usb hubs connected to one like inverter stocking station and it it's a bit of a mess. So at some point in this podcast, if you hear my microphone looping like I'm a DJ, well, I just have to unplug my microphone and plug it back in. It's the remix. It's, it's the remix version of the Matt and Brian show. Brian and Matt show. Brian and Matt show. Yeah, you know, I do feel that you uh, manipulated the situation because you were in charge of the jingle and you gave him the verbiage for the jingle. And somehow when he made the jingle, it was now the Brian and Matt show, even though it was clearly all branded, the Matt and Brian show. <laughs> if I told you it was an honest error, would you believe no, me? No, <laughs> not even close. You're like, hey, we have a business. It's called the Matt and Brian show. And he's like, great, I'm going to make you a jingle and I'm changing it to the Brian and Matt show. That's like you, if that's like if Walmart was Walmart had a jingle no, and they said no. Mart Wall. <laughs> no, you failed the second grade. Don't you remember having to clap out the syllables when you would talk? In sentences, did you ever do that? Like, the no, I just knew Matt syllables. And Brian show, it was too much at the end. It just sounded too choppy. How do you know? You didn't make the jingle. Are no, you a freaking it, DJ still? Are you a freaking <laughs> DJ still? But I paid for it. <laughs> you mean we paid for it? I have the company card and you don't. That's okay. why my name goes first. Got it. <laughs> Daddy, nipple I need tape. a beer. All right, nipple tape. Dad, right. I need a beer. Yeah, guys, I have a story to tell. I wore nipple tape the other day, and it was an enlightening experience um, because I had to take 10-year anniversary photo shoots, and my wife said she could see my nipples in my shirt. So she gave me nipple tape. And I'll be honest with you, the pictures came out looking relatively good without nipples in them. Imagine that. You know, I, I – don't think I've ever noticed my nipples in any of my family pictures ever. So well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's like at Soup Live. At Soup Live, I had asked for nipple tape because my nipples were rocked out when we went on stage. It was so, so freaking cold in that room. This sounds like it's an ongoing problem for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> never once have I ever thought of using nipple tape and I'm 10 years older than you. Well, to be fair, I got the idea from Ty because he brought up the fact that he had to do it in one of his videos he did. And oh, no. that was where this sparked. So thank you, Ty. So Ty barbecues meat wearing nipple tape. Apparently it's happened before. It must be a Texas thing. I don't know. <laughs> Texas got me into nipple tape. 
Yeah. Well, welcome to the Brian and Matt show. Uh, my name is Matt Hahn. This is Brian Blair. We are both farmers insurance agents as well as partners over at Agency Elephant. Um, this podcast is about all things insurance processes, systems, tools, and random tomfoolery. We got that out of the way early. We are going to be doing a very quick podcast here um, talking about taking action, talking about um, some common themes we see in the industry because we've been involved in um, a lot of different tools in the past for our agencies because we're both agents and we've, you know, made a lot of these common mistakes that a lot of people do or not even necessarily mistakes. We've fallen in the rut of the common theme of insurance agents so many times, which is why we understand the importance of going and leaning the opposite direction with it. Um, we found that, you know, it, it's not... It's not news to insurance agents that there's a ton of tools to help them be better insurance agents. There's a ton of tools, both captive and independent, to be a more productive and efficient agent, right? There's, you know, texting platforms, there's e-signing platforms, there's Zapier, forms, there, yeah, there's, there's Slack a channels for communication right. with your team. There's so many different ways. There's messenger bots, there's lead forms, there's funnels. There's so many different things that you can get in our industry to be a more productive and effective insurance agent and effective and productive employer running an effective and productive agency. And there's so many different tools out there. And one of the things that we've always said is we don't necessarily care what tools you're using to do what type of actions. We obviously are partners in a communication platform, but what we tell everybody when we talk to them is we don't necessarily care what you use. And the most important thing for your agency or the best tool for your agency is something that you use, right? And how many times at the beginning of the year, and it's usually not even before the year is over when it should be done. We should be spending our holiday seasons evaluating our business for the year, right? We know it's a slow time. We know it's less productive time. We're taking more time off. That's the perks of being in this business. It's a slower time for production for most agents. Um, we should be evaluating our businesses towards the end of the year, but we find in the beginning of the year, agents really evaluate what they're doing as an agency and evaluating some of their um, inefficiencies or evaluating their production, evaluating their household penetration. And I hate that term. I physically hate that term. <laughs> no guy that wears <laughs> nipple tape hates household <laughs> penetration. Okay, let's, let's cut, the, cut the shit, all right? So but we hear, But we hear the comp, the same, the same thing said differently at that time of year working in the automation side of things and we and, and you can scroll through insurance soup and you can scroll through almost any facebook thread revolving around the business and it's always the same thing it's oh next year you know we're going to do better right next year we're going to we're going to we're going to go from this amount to this amount and and but but it's empty there, there's no um there's no action or me at least not measurable action, right? Like I can tell myself all the, all day, every day, I'm going to be a better dad. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better, you know, you know, servant in my community. I'm going to be a better whatever. But if you have no plan of action to do those things, to make that change, 
it's just it's empty words or or even if you you, have a plan of action you can have a good plan of action to do these things and be like okay to be a better dad i'm going to put my phone down when i come home i'm going to be more involved i'm going to you know pay attention in those moments when i'm there i'm going to take vacation seriously and not be scrolling tiktok or whatever you can have a plan of action but it still fails because of lack of implementing the plan of action right so we notice all the time is insurance agents and we've we've done this a lot. We've done this a lot in our businesses as well. We are not above this. This is we are guilty. We are guilty of, of this, this also a lot in a lot of things in not just agency stuff, but in taking action on things that we plan to do in marketing channels for agency elephant and different things that we're, we're human as well. We do these things as well. We have plans and we don't follow through with the action, which is why it frustrates me so much because I know better and we know better. And you know better as the insurance agent, you know this. So one of the things that we always like to talk about is when you're looking at, you know, your agency and you're looking at your uh, renewal process, let's use for an example, because everybody knows they should be calling up on their renewals or following up on their renewals. Everybody knows it costs five times more the amount of money to bring on a new customer than it does to keep an existing customer. Everyone knows this. This is business 101. You should know this. It costs more to write new business than it does to keep business. That's business 101. Everybody knows this. You should be following up with your renewals. You should be touching them at least seven times a year. You should have good communication channels for them. The the communication channels that they want, right? If they're callers, you should talk to them on the phone. If they're texters, you should text them. If they're Facebook messenger people, you should Facebook message them. You know, you should, you want to deal with the customer where they're at. That's kind of the goal of business. Now that doesn't mean you don't have processes and gatekeepers to keep those people from affecting and turning your day in the wrong direction. That's not what we're saying, but that is one of the reasons why like Amazon is so successful and other things like that is because they meet the customer where they're at and where they want to be met at. And so when you're looking at your processes for renewals and agents start the year off usually fairly decent with renewals and they have a process, I know I've done this a ton of times where I was on top of my renewals and I was more effective at upselling liability limits, bundling accounts, putting on umbrella policies, talking about life insurance. And I had a good process in place and I did it and then I you know, stop doing it. And renewal should be an easy thing that we are all able to tackle in specific manners because it keeps business on the books. It allows us to cross sell. It allows us to have better accounts that pay us more premium. There's no arguments that that nobody would argue that doing a renewal is a bad idea. Like a renewal. I mean, not very many of the renewals that I've sit on personally and, and been a part of, does it ever lead to a negative outcome? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's usually a positive outcome, whether they're leaving with more coverage, a better product, something changes, even, even if nothing changes, just that, that you're, it sounds cliche and I hate saying it just to show that you care, like they could choose to do their insurance business with an app or a website. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't. And that's kind of the thing, like having that agent that has that process. And and when you say process, it's got to be a consistent process. We've started things in my agency that we've done for 30 days, 45 days, maybe. And then we taper off. I don't know if it's getting comfortable. I don't know if it's um, putting out fires, letting the, letting the day dictate the direction instead of us choosing our direction and, and, 
barging through that, th- those objections. Um, but when you have that process and it's a consistent process and it's not a manual process where you have to do the same thing. And I don't care what anyone says. If you, if you say your processes are consistent and it's being done with manpower, it's going to be a little bit different every time. It just is. Yeah. You're going to say, yeah, it's human nature. There's no way to do a hundred percent consistent things manually, right? Like mowing the lawn. I mow my lawn differently every time. Sometimes I weed eat in the front. Sometimes I start in the back. Sometimes I go this way. Sometimes I go. That's crazy. You do your lawn the same way every time. Same exact way. Every time you're supposed to switch it up because the grass can start to grow in that direction. You know, in fact, I did switch it up two times ago because I was worried about that. (laughs) See, see. So if you want more grass advice, you know, we recommend using, what is that thing? Sunday to get your grass soil evaluation. (laughs) We are not sponsored by Sunday. Um, No, but one of the things about taking action that I think is so important to be aware of is we are, We are fed a ton of things by a ton of different companies and a ton of different solutions for a ton of different problems all day long on Facebook. All day long, Mm -hmm. I am fed solutions to problems. That's how people sell you things, right? They show you you have a problem and then they give you the solution to the problem. So we see problems all day long that people have solutions for. I just kind of sounds kind of sounds like our government. I know. I just saw an ad the other day about one of those phone mounts for a car. And their problem that they had, they're explaining the problem in the first five seconds. And I wanted to share it on my Facebook, but I was like, I don't want to promote this business because it's weird. But they put a roll of duct tape on the rear view mirror and it had a like a a little piece of tape coming off of it. And the duct tape was put onto the rear view mirror and the sheet, the sheet of tape was hanging off, put the phone on it. They're like, are you sick of of doing this? And I'm thinking to myself... I've never done that, nor have I thought about that. that. I know I need a phone mount, but I feel like the problem is I'm putting my phone in places it's falling off. Maybe that's a bigger problem because nobody's using duct tape to hold their phone. (laughs) But anyways, we get fed a ton of problems, and the lack of action when we see those problems is um, very normal in the insurance industry. And it's very normal to say, okay, I have a renewal problem, I have a retention problem, I have a lead problem, I've got a this problem with that problem, I'm going to buy this educational course, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get into this platform, I'm going to buy into this software tool. And then because you've purchased the system or you've purchased the education, then you feel like, okay, I feel better because I've made a step in the right direction, but then you don't do anything with it. Right. And it doesn't matter what educational platform you're buying. It doesn't matter what tool you're buying. It doesn't matter any of those things. Even the best tool that you buy, even if you were to go out and buy a beautiful dually diesel truck, but you never use it or tow it, there's no difference than buying, you know, a crappy 1990, you know, half or quarter ton truck and never use it. There's no difference between the two trucks because you don't use either of them. Except for the, except for the street cred. Street cred, but if you never drove it, it just sat in your right, drive. It sat right. in your garage. Nobody saw it. You never drove either of the trucks. It didn't matter which truck you had because you never used it. Right. You never drove it. It just sat there. It doesn't matter which one you bought. Or like a gym membership. I feel a lot of people buy gym memberships on January 2nd. Yeah, and they feel good because they, they bought it. they feel good, it. right? I feel good. Sometimes I feel out. like I lose weight when I buy a membership without that's going. Not, that's not real. <laughs> but that's how insurance agents feel, right? That's it how is. we feel when we buy solutions for yep. problems is – okay, I feel a little bit better because I made the step to, I made that entry step admitting I had a problem and I bought the solution for the problem. But 
now that you feel better about it, you don't take action or your day gets crazy and all these things. It's, it doesn't matter what you buy. Even if you were to buy some you know, one-on-one texting service for your business, but you use it heavily, that's going to make a significant, significant impact in your business, even though it's not the catalog of all products to do texting communication with people. It's a one-on-one texting platform, but you use it significantly, so it brings you a significant lift. That's great. You should be, it doesn't matter necessarily the tools that you're buying. It matters the action that you're taking with the said tool. And even if you're buying the dually diesel truck, it doesn't matter if you're occasionally towing your boat twice a year. That's the value you get out of it because you need to tow the boat and you wanted the truck to tow the boat. And, you know, you dock the boat in South Lake Tahoe because it's a huge boat all year. Then you pick it out of the lake and you drop it in once a year you got your value out of the truck because it's the value right. you're getting. You don't have to use the thing every day either or use it to its fullest capacity. You don't have to be over there, you know, towing around some huge, you know, D10 dozers. You don't got to be well, doing that every day. I think a lot of agents look at automation just from one side of the coin, though, too. I think they think of the new business side, the marketing side, the new policy side, when in fact, the automation, as Matt stated earlier, to retain clients, the automation on the back end with your current book, with your current people that know, like, and trust you that, that pay their premiums, like, I don't think a lot of agents think about that side of automation. And some do. I'm not saying no one does, but um, for, like our I'd agencies. i say the tenured agencies understand Our that. agencies are different, mine and yours, right? Mine's better. Mine's better. Um <laughs> But mine, mine is very heavily on the retention piece when it comes to automation, right? Yep. I want things firing out before renewal. I want things firing out before birthdays based around life insurance. Like I want those. I don't even do birthdays in mine. Don't you? Nope. I I do. I still do. Um, and it's not from a point of like, we know we're not going to probably get anything 364 out of the 365 di- days using the birthday. But we've had a few instances where it's a feel hey, good. I've been meaning to get a hold of you. I, you know, I bought a new boat or, Hey, I've been meaning to talk to you about life insurance. And we're like, Holy shit. It worked. Well, you I mean, know, it, like, it does work. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I just don't do birthdays because I haven't set it up and I haven't gotten all my customers birthdays in there. So I haven't done it. It's not that there's not value in it. There's value in every touch you make in right. your agency. There's always value. There's value in every tool in your agency. It, it can get hard when you have seven different tools in your agency that you have to use and implementing all of them is hard. Totally agree. But the point of it is action, taking action on something that you've purchased. You know, we see like CAC is a very large course. There's so many things in there, but a majority of people gravitate towards pieces of it that they resonate with or want to see a lift in. So they might only complete 10% of the course maybe, but they got what they needed out of it for their lift. And maybe they go back when they're dialed in on some of those action takings that they're doing and they're running on autopilot and then then maybe maybe they go to the next step but it's very normal for people to do that they find the piece that works for them they take action on those pieces but that's the biggest the biggest takeaway is whatever whatever you're using in your agency the action taking piece is so important and it and we always hear the same things like i don't have enough time in my day my my agency i was busy today i have but they've but they've seen every episode of yellowstone yes like when people ask me like okay Newsflash, I haven't been a partner with Agency Elephant 
for that long. One, I wasn't a partner from the beginning. I wasn't involved. We didn't have a relationship. I didn't know you, Mike and Taylor. I had no relationship with any of you outside of being a customer of CAC for a long period of time and being in soup for, you know, six and a half years. I had no relationship with anybody. I came into Agency Elephant because I had a problem and I took significant action in my in in my agency elephant account and I would wake up at 4 a.m. every day and I would build for an hour and a half to build out my system and then at nights I would do customer data entry because I had to do it manually but I saw that there was a benefit for it because one of my biggest problems was if you're a captive agent or even if you're an independent agent it really doesn't matter if something happens with your system and you get locked out or terminated or whatever the process is that you lose access to your database or your database isn't clean, your data is what pays you money. I could be selling real estate mortgages. I could be a CPA, a bookkeeper, a house cleaner, own an auto detail company. I could do anything because my data is something I control and manage and my data pays me money. I use it to offer insurance solutions for people for problems that they have. Now we're not saying is we're not saying that people have to wake up at four in the morning. No. But the implementation of bettering your systems and your processes and your and your agency can be done in bite-sized amounts. Yeah, you know, we talked about this yesterday when we were on a call. I forget what, what call we were on, but we talked about this yesterday. Um, maybe it was the day before. And the concept was, um, I think it was on our demo, actually, we talked about it for Agency Elephant on our discovery call. We talked about how segmenting out specific blocks of your day to do certain activities, if you segment out, you know, an hour of your day to focus on education or to focus on fixing a problem or to focus on your automation solutions, you know, it can feel like, well, I'm not working in my agency, I'm not fixing billing issues, I'm not uploading documents, I'm not fixing late pays, I'm not quoting people, I'm not marketing I'm not working. I'm not working. You know, it can feel like when I segment time out from my agency to do things, it's going to pile up and create this massive burden on me that I'm not going to be able to dig out of. But what I found is quite the opposite. The more you segment out time to do things, the more efficient and effective you are on those things you're doing. So when I segment out an hour and a half of my day to do billing issues or document or policy problems... And I segment that time out for that specific hour, hour and a half of the day. All the billing things that come in in the morning and the afternoon and the things that came in the previous evening, I find that most of those things, um, or at least half of them, I need underwriting support. I need billing specialists to fix because there's a problem. They need to fix a discount problem. And I find that segmenting out my time to do it in a, a block where I'm focused on it, I don't have to open up. 10 different SR chat requests and get 10 different supervisors for the same supervisor problem when I can get one and knock out all of those things much quicker. Yeah. So, you're really, you're really good at that doing those things. Yes, I am. I'm very type A. I'm very type A on those kind of things. I'm very structured in type A on segmenting out times to do things. But I found that, and it's like a lot of things in life, you know, when you have a, when you have a, high like if you have high morals or high ethics or something you can feel that you know if i put myself in this box based upon my morals or values or ethics it's going to create a smaller life like when i'm when i have certain you know truths in my life right it's going to make me marginalize or smaller or other things but what i found is the opposite you know it, it's more freeing it's more liberating 
then and so it's this paradigm where if I'm boxing out time in my day to do certain things, it's actually going to make me more busy. And that's our human mindset. It makes me more busy because I stack my problems. I stack the issues that I'm not addressing right away. But it actually is more freeing because you're more intentional when you're focusing on those things. It's the same thing with really anything in life when you're looking at if I'm more restrictive of my time and more you know, focused on these certain areas, it's going to make me, it's going to make me experience less, but I've always found it's the exact opposite. I experience more. Right. I've always found that with everything in life. And it's the same thing with our agencies. When we're taking actions on problems and solutions that we're looking at in our agency, when we're trying to fix our retention problem, but we're doing it staggered throughout the day when we get to it, you know, we, we do it five different times of the day. It's not as effective and it's more time consuming than if I just block out 15 minutes early in the morning to do renewal stuff. And it's not even five times a day. It's five times a day differently every time. Correct. Correct. You know, and that's, that's where I think a lot of agents kind of go off the rails. You remember when you started scratch, you're scratch, I'm scratch, yep. right? Yep. You had time. Way too have, much time. You, I, you know, you had time. I, I could go and I could play in a 18 hole golf scramble and I could come back to the office and I miss like one call and two emails. I don't like, miss I've, the feeling waking up being <laughs> scared that I don't know how I'm going to eat that month. I don't miss right. that feeling, but I do right. miss the feeling of my day can go whatever direction I want it to go. Because yeah. that's not necessary. You can control what you can control and you can set parameters and do all these things, but still you're you know, beholden to your agency structure and a lot of things. But as a new agent, there really isn't much structure. And I do miss that side of the business. And if you're, if you're setting proper expectations with your insureds about when you're going to fix the problem, when you will get back to them, I really feel like you're not going to lose a customer if you're setting proper expectations. No, right? just on like this yesterday. podcast, I've gotten three phone calls in my agency and guess what? I'm not going to lose business. I'm not going to lose customer reputation. No. I'm not going to lose any of their, I'm not going to lose any weight in their life because I didn't respond to them for 35 minutes. Yeah. You're not. My buddy, Ty, my buddy Ty came over last night. Ty from up the street. I love and that he guy. Was, he was driving. I love that guy. He's driving back from Wyoming yesterday and like something in his throttle of his pickup went out and he had to limp it back. Like going up hills, it would like cut off the, the fuel flow and he would like have to pull over. He limped it all the way back from Wyoming and took it straight to the dealership. And they're like, yeah, we can get you in on like June 26th, you know? And he's like, Oh, okay. I guess called a different dealership in Sturgis and the guy set the proper expectations. He said, listen, I can get you in on the 13th, but why don't you leave it here? And if something happens where someone backs out, no shows, we get ahead somehow, some way, he goes, we'll get it in. Where do you think Ty did his business? At the other dealership. At the other dealership. Because the guy said, hey, listen, we're, we're swamped. Everyone's swamped right now. COVID has changed the way business is done. We can see it in almost every industry. But the businesses that are setting the right expectation, if you ever walked into a restaurant and there's more open tables than there are full tables. Yep. And the, the hostess says, yeah, you're looking at like a 30, 45 minute wait. And you're like, well, what the hell? Right. It's, it comes down to, to being able to deliver an experience the right way. I don't want to go and sit at the table right now 
and wait 30 minutes there for the waitress or the waiter to come over and take my drink order. Just set the proper expectation up front. I'll wait. No big deal. And I think a lot of agents still feel like they have to tackle the billing issue as it comes in and get derailed up and tackle this. Oh, we had someone walk in and need a quote and they tackle things as it comes in. And then their day, by the time they look at their, their watch or their phone, it's five, five 30, and they've accomplished 0% of what they wanted to accomplish that day. And it still happens to people. It still happens to me some days, you know, that. Yeah. We right? were just on a call and yesterday so, and we were like, Oh shoot, it's three o'clock. Right. So I, I don't know. There's just, there's better ways and different ways to doing business. And, and it doesn't and it all doesn't have ha- to be done in automation. It just, it doesn't, you could it be looking, be. it can't be. No, you have to look at running your agency in multiple different fronts. And you have to be looking at if you've got a problem in your agency with service work or being pulled in a million different directions for fires. I know the customer that just called me. I know I'm going to have to put a fire when I get off this call at some point today. But what I'm not going to do is pick up the phone and call them and figure out what's going on. I'm going to send them a text message or an email and say, hey, what's up? I'm in a meeting so I can figure out what the problem is so that I can say, great, let me give you a call back in an hour or two so that I can get all of my ducks in a row on the problem before I get them on the phone and we have to do this twice. That way it takes one call, not three or four Correct. Calls. It's yeah. all about taking action on on processes you set up in your agency. And the, the biggest problem with it is it is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to change processes. It is uncomfortable to use new tools. It is uncomfortable to go about marketing your business differently. It's not comfortable to do it. People like Ron Wadley, who have gotten incredibly good at natural market and SEO stuff, it didn't happen overnight. He's been doing yeah. SEO stuff for years, years right. and years and years and years consistently. And, but, and, he, and he, he tackled it one step at a time. He didn't just walk in one day and be like, you know what? I'm an SEO master. Let's yes. go. Like he, he learned as he went and he yes. got better every single day, every week, every month, you know, and it's the same thing with any, any software, any process that you're trying to fix. It's not going to happen by tomorrow. And the companies that are out there selling you a solution that tell you that they can fix your problem tomorrow, they are 100% full of fucking shit. Write that down. I mean, I don't have a pen and paper to write that down, but I hope other people do. I mean, it's whenever you hear there's a silver bullet in our industry, you should run. There is no silver bullet. There is, there are tools that can help provide you and get you to the point where you do have a silver bullet for your office, but it's going to take effort. It's going to take work. It's going to take implementation. The only reason agency elephant users cancel with our platform is because they didn't implement period. And we, and we see it all the time, all the time, all the time. Absolutely all the time. It's they understand their problem. They understand their need, but they are unwilling to take action to fix it. It's buying that gym membership and not going to the gym. It's buying that truck, but letting it sit in the garage. There's no point in having it. Yep. And so when you're looking at anything in your agency, whatever processes or problems you deal with, you've got to take action one at a time. You can't take 10 actions at the same time. You only have a hundred percent to give. And I, this is something me and my wife talk about. It's like, Hey, we only have 100%, we only have 100% to give. And people that say, you know, give 150%. Well, you actually physically can't do that. You're actually maybe <laughs> giving 90% now when you used to be giving 40%. And so we only have 100% of our day to give. And we can 
do things that buy back time, which is always interesting to me. You always hear like, you can't buy back time. You can't do these things. You can't go back and take the time you missed. Totally get that. Agree. You can't go back and get time that you missed, but you can acknowledge that there are certain things I can do. You can trade money for time. You can future time, not previous time, future time. You can trade money and for time period. You can do that through tools that will help alleviate time and pay money to alleviate time in the future. You can do that. And it's it, money is always the exchange for time. You can do it for, for with staff and money. Payroll. and Yep. Money and effort is always the exchange for time. Yep. Always. Yep. And the second you realize that those two things have to go hand in hand, it's not just money, it's effort to get that time back. There is some upfront effort you have to do on any tool that you're using and anything you want to do in your agency. But it's like that snowball effect that everybody talks about in insurance. You've got to get that snowball rolling and it becomes easier to push as it gets bigger and as you have momentum. And then when that snowball stops, it's going to be really hard to start it again. But that's normal. That's effort and hard work and typically money is involved in that to get that snowball going. You can't. One thing, that, one thing that's cool though, like with automation, with tools and like once you create the process one time, you can use it over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. Right. Once you put the time in and it's, it's maybe 30, 45 minutes in the morning for a couple of weeks, you can build some really cool time-saving processes that you don't have to do manually now. You so you're, you're, are you're, not you're exponentially going, getting more time as you build better and better processes. You're not going to lose clients or lose premium or lose quotes by focusing 45 minutes a day in your agency right when you walk right. in and keep your email shut down, your phone shut down, keep your stuff shut off from... 8.30 in the morning till 9.15 in the morning or from 9 in the morning to 9.45 in the morning or if you get in at 10 a.m., I wish I was you. Actually, I don't because I want to get out of my house early because my kids scream. But you're not going to lose business revenue. You're not going to lose customers. You're not going to lose any reputation by responding to emails at 9.45 in the morning. You're not. Because most people are just getting to their jobs and they are not going to respond anyways. Well, and the problem you know, the agent hat is a, is a very large hat to wear. You know, you're the marketer, you're the accountant, you're the HR department, you're the commercial lines, you're the lifelines, you're possibly still personal lines. Like it's not like hiring a staff, like a CSR, their job is in between this line and this line. And that's it. That's their job. The agent, the agent's role it's just, it can be massive. And we've had to tell people, and I've told people, have you ever had someone call your agency or call you like three times in a row, four times in a row, and they don't leave a voicemail? Yep. And it's like, damn it, Bob, your house better be on fire yeah. for you to call me this many times. Yep. And you get Bob back on the phone. Bob's like, oh no, I just had a question. What's my deductible? You're like, Bob, listen, man, I'm, I wasn't available because I was working on agency marketing or I was meeting with my CPA. Or I was working on a big life insurance policy. Like my answer is I'm always in an appointment. Like, always. I'm sorry. I'm in an appointment. My days are booked out. If you'd like to schedule an appointment, you absolutely can, yep. but we're not a walk-in clinic. I had a client that called me Monday and, um, it was about, he just closed escrow on his home and he wanted to review the insurance policy that we set up when he was in the middle of escrow and he wanted to review it. And he left me a message at like four in the afternoon. I didn't get to call him back that day. 
And I came into the office early the next morning, getting ready to send him an email, letting him know, hey, we've got to book a time to do this. And then he called me again early that next morning, was like, hey, and I answered it that time because I didn't answer it the first day and I knew who it was. And he was like, hey, I want to review the policy because the home closed the other day and I want to, you know, review what coverages are there. And I was like, hey, you know, Luke, really appreciate the call. We have to schedule a block to do this. My morning's booked out. My morning wasn't that busy, but it was important to set that expectation where you can't just call in and ask questions about your policy whenever you want. It's important to set the expectation because now next time what he's going to do is he's probably going to email me or text me and say, hey, I got a couple questions about my policy. When are you free to chat? And then I'll let them know oh, I'm free at 3.30 today or I'm free at, you know, 2.30 today. And it does take some customers, some insureds a little bit longer to catch on to the way of doing business, you know, yep. it, it will, Every, everyone's a little bit different. Some people get it. Oh, cool. No worries. Let's book something. And then they follow that process going forward. And some people, they just don't get it. Right. They just, yeah. It, so. And I completely had a relatively free morning. I could have sat on the phone and gone over it with them right now. But one thing I have known that it is always better to do in my agency is setting correct expectations. It is more right. important to do that and set boundaries and parameters on how things work than it is to field the thing immediately when I actually have the time to do it. Because right. I did have the time to do it. But it's important to understand that if I am going to try and build a business that and this is my this is my goal in my agency. I want to work as little as I physically can to work as to make as much money as I physically can. That doesn't mean I'm trying to work five hours a day to make you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I understand that's not realistic, but if I can work as little as physically possible to make as much money as possible, that frees up my time to do other things. Frees up my time for agency elephant users, for other business ideas and stuff that I'm working on, to prospect in my agency more, to write more business. It frees up my time to do more things. To golf. To There's golf no if I wanted. To get, no. out, to get out on the motorcycle. There's yeah. no shame in, in doing things for yourself. No, your goal should always be to work as little as possible, to make as much money as possible. But the other side of that coin, well, what am I going to do with my time now? Like I, I thought have, we were keeping this podcast short. We are. We're at 37 minutes. We should wrap it up here. Goal of the day, tip of the day, um, action, action taking of the day podcast, if you want to call it, is take action on something, whatever, whatever you're sitting on in your agency that you've purchased, whatever you've sat on for a little while, or as you're looking for the next half of the year that you have staring at you and you're coming into some of the slower months, now is the time to take action. That snowball needs to start because it won't pick up for a little while segment out 30 to 45 minutes a day in your agency to do something that is taking action and hold yourself accountable and get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, Brian, I appreciate it. You, you can be my wingman at any time. Oh no. You're, you're dropping top gun <laughs> references on me. Is that what you're doing? I was hoping you'd respond bullshit. You could be mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really love the movie Top Gun, right? You know this. I know this. And so a fun game that I played the other night with my wife, who's only seen it one other time uh, with me. When I when I met her, she hadn't seen it, so which I think is very My weird. wife just watched it last night for the first time. Oh, God. See, what are we doing? We, we should have picked better wives. I said, Ooh. did you like it? She said, well, Edit I mean, that it out. Good. Edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> I play this game where... I know every line to the first Top Gun and a second, half second before the line would get said on the movie, I would say it to my wife and she was so annoyed. It was <laughs> that awesome. That is an easy way to get the movie shut off. 
yeah but no we actually canceled we had tickets to go see the new one uh last night and we actually bumped it out for a couple of weeks i was beat yesterday yeah so you looked a little exhausted from that don't hold that against me don't don't think that i'm less of a of a man because i canceled my top gun appointment i mean that's not usually why i think you're less of a man <laughs> okay nipple tape <laughs> <laughs> all right we appreciate you guys brian do you want to exit us out of this podcast uh, sure take action best uh best play here set a block of time on your calendar and make it consistent and i know on my phone i can set it for monday through friday uh eight to nine four to five whatever time works for you matt no one is doing four in the morning but a big reason why matt is now in the business and a partner in the business is because he was the user that honestly took the most action a month or two after signing up, he's coming to me and blowing my phone up. And I'm like, who is this guy? You know? And he's like, dude, look what I built. Look what this can do. Look what that could do. And I said, holy shit. Like you were doing some really, really creative things that my brain wasn't thinking of and doing. And that led to something that is, is now huge for, for you and your family. And it came from just taking a little bit of action. That's all it was. Yeah, you know, it's the 4 a.m. in the morning thing. I can do that for a finite period of time. I can't do that for forever. But if yeah, I have I a can't finite do that at all, no, if I have a finite period of time that I can do something where it's like, hey, I've got, you know, two months that I've got to do this. Two months is 42 days. I could do this for 42 days. That's not a big deal. But if you're saying, right. hey, forever in the future, I have to do this, I'm probably not going to do it because it's too big of a commitment. But if you make small commitments with yourself for the month of July, I'm going to get to my office 30 minutes earlier, I'm going to segment out 30 minutes of my time in my office for the month of July. You create habits. It takes a little while to create a habit. Yep. I know. That's it. Good podcast. Appreciate you. Yeah. You too, bud. All right, man. I'm sure I'll talk to you in like three minutes as soon as we're done with this. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. All right.
It's the Brian and Matt Show.